0: Three, two, 1, we're live. Well, not live, because it's not going right. out anywhere, but we're recording. No.
1: <laughs> Sweet. No, but, but, like, have you actually seen that movie, 1201? No. No. Is not it? at I mean, all. I don't think anybody has except for me. <laughs> I actually watched it. I movie. haven't.
0: Dave thinks tonight's movie is influenced <laughs> by this other movie called 1201, or at least according mm. to IMDb. We'll find out. We'll get into it. We'll get into it in, like, literally, I think the theme song is, like, 40 seconds. So, we'll get into this in about 40 seconds. Anything else right. you want to add, Dave, before I cut you off?
1: Dumb. I don't know. Eat your Wheaties. Wow. You'll, that's, you'll a, like, that's a movie, too. Uh,
2: that's I a movie. Mean, that movie. just happened. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that just happened. Okay.
3: <laughs> and Wheaties are legal now, so.
2: Yes. You oh, he meant Wheaties. Oh. I like that oh. Better. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we need a cold
3: box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast.
2: Crack open a Crack it open, guys. <laughs> Love it. All right. Okay.
0: So, tonight's horrific headlines. Something tasty is getting cooked up there with the menu. It's a new horror comedy with uh, Ralph Fiennes, Nicholas Holt, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Now, Nicholas Holt, going all the way back to a classic called About a Boy, he's also the Beast in the X-Men movies with the exception of, like, one... One movie, I think. And then he's the, the zombie in Warm Bodies, which is a zombie movie. Romantic comedy for zombies. It's kind of interesting. Dave doesn't okay. like it. He already no, grunted. Really and, and then uh, he, also, <laughs> oh he, he also played Nuts in Fury Road. Ralph Fiennes, he's been in a ton of shit, but I know him as Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. And he played Hades in The Wrath of the Titans. Now, Anya Taylor-Joy, I don't recognize; wouldn't have recognized her. I watched this show called Atlantis, about Atlantis. Didn't know she was in it. But she's pretty well known for a movie called The Witch. I actually haven't seen that. Nor have I seen mm-hmm. The Queen's Gambit. Nor have I seen The Queen's Gambit, but I know Dave has seen that uh, movie.
1: But wait, Show. you haven't seen The uh, Witch?
2: Uh, no, I, I have not seen the
1: watch. How list. have you guys yeah. called yourselves binge watchers? That's like the best one of the best. Okay, the guy who didn't watch
2: flatliners no, until like last week. Come on. Okay. You can't you can't pull <laughs> Zing. <you can't, laughs> Alright, I got uh, all right.
0: <laughs> Let each other talk. <laughs> <laughs> I shut the fuck up <laughs> so, I can, so I can hit Dave back. Dave, uh you can't pull the watchers card on an obscure indie horror film called The Witch.
1: You can't. Sure. It's not obscure, dude. That was like one yes, of the horror movies of the year that yeah, came it out. Is. No, it's when not. It, when it, listen, 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 listen. Like 20 million. All right. All all right. right. When it came on out. On Facebook, and you're going to hear a thousand people talk about it. Uh, when it came out. It's it obscure. Had no. obscure. Uh, it, yeah, it is.
0: Um, no, it's
1: it was like A 24s biggest hit when it came out. But
0: how does that it movie was, even scare you? Because like you don't, you're not religious, you're not conservative. You you know, like I grew up, not, I grew up. Not, up not, I know, I, I know. So happening. okay, so the devil still scares you? I don't think so. Like the, this is a, it's only it. scary to people that are afraid of the devil. So you have to be a it's, certain community member to be afraid of this movie. Otherwise, you don't have to be. It's a
1: fucking yeah. freaky movie. Go watch. But, Say, like you're judging a movie you haven't seen.
0: If you're, did, not Sabbath, 40, you're not taking the salad... are 40, 40 million at the, the
2: box movie. office.
0: Listen, yeah. also, Just currently like, I live in well, New well, England well, where, where, they, where they actually... Listen, a movie called The Witch is not scary to me. Living in New England and actually being persecuted for what I believe is fucking a lot scarier. So I don't give a shit about a movie called The Witch. <laughs> I'm taking that joke about as far as I can. Anybody wants to lend a hand? Or <laughs> we we'll have to move on?
2: <laughs> I haven't seen it. Sorry. All right. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Uh so oh but I do know um she has a high profile she's going to be in a lot of high profile stuff anyway. Um she's going to be Furiosa and the Mad Max spin-off prequel. She's mm. going to um be in The Last Night in Soho which looks like a giallo movie that Edward uh we talked about this before Edgar Wright is making this it's supposed to come out in October yeah. so and The Northman which I think the guy who did The, the Witch do the,
2: the Witch
0: I know this I'm I'm trying to give you credit now but you're not allowing it to happen, so forget it. Okay. <laughs>
3: All right,
2: mud wrestle uh, later. <laughs> hell yeah. <Dave>,
0: hell <laughs> Dave and I lived together. We did every kind of wrestling you could think of.
2: That was Whoa. that was the
0: old school college days. Oh, you got to try, oh try things out in college. Oh, that's what they always I, say. I, I've,
2: I've been to that place. One bedroom. <laughs> <it's pretty> intense. <laughs> it <laughs> it was, I think that it was... Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Nick came over for some pizza one time, and he's like, hey, guys, why do you have a one bedroom?
2: We <laughs> like, just... We, this is weird
0: we just, yeah. <laughs> we just we just kept playing nintendo and eating pizza i don't know what the deal was then. and yeah I don't, why is there I one bedroom and,
2: and why yeah. is it a ball pit crazy culver city that's what happened all this. right let's yeah.
0: see yeah we used to live next to sony studio that was kind of fun
2: that's true uh
0: they had just started making the spider-man movies so they had a guy there every day dressed as spider-man so if you went to the could i do i went to the credit union down there who did i go with the first
3: entertainment credit union? Yeah, I don't... Was that you, Adam? It might have been me, because I banked in there. I mean, I credit unioned in there. Yeah,
0: so people banked. who were... <laughs> yeah, like, it was... A, it's like the entertainment industry bank, and, like, you go in there, and there's Spider-Man, and he's like, wait, <laughs> you know what? <like, laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was pretty weird. fun. Uh, that in a taco place. It's like Sony Studio, and here's a street taco vendor, and then go in there and oh, hang out with Spider-Man cool. while, you, while you cash your paycheck. Um, I'm way off topic now. Where where, where were we? Oh.
2: <laughs> it's all good.
0: Uh I saw this thing on Facebook that I thought was pretty ignorant. Like somebody was trying to convince everybody in this uh horror movie group. I think I added you guys to this horror movie group. It's just one of the ones. There's so many horror movie groups on Facebook, it's ridiculous, but um this is one of the bigger groups. It has like, I don't know, thousands of people in it. But the guy was like, um What did he do? He said he doesn't think the fly with Jeff Goldblum is a horror movie. In my opinion, Yes, it is. It, it,
2: but, it totally
0: is. I mean, yeah, the guy in the movie literally is loses it not a horror movie. Yeah. So the guy in the movie literally is transforming Wait, into a monster that a loses comedy? control. Like what? I don't know. And then he hurts himself and others. No, he's it's saying a it's only. I know. I think his point was it's not horror at all. It was only science fiction. But the movie's pretty grotesque. And like if you Google it, even Google, the search engine of all time, the decider of everybody's fate agrees that it's a horror slash science fiction. So it,
2: it's a body you know. horror movie, especially. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, now, now the next part sense, will be yeah. real interesting because I don't know if you guys have seen all the Predator movies, but I want to run down the Predator stuff.
2: Oh yes, I have. Um,
0: Nick and I hit hit on this headline probably about our phones probably showed it to us at the same exact probably. time. <laughs> like so, <laughs> uh, Nick brought to my attention, and I was really happy that he did because I was reading it and um, bloody disgusting when he told me, and he, he he, shared it in our private messenger group that you know the new Predator is supposed to be about a female Native American that takes on. The first appearance of these these uh, these aliens coming down for their very first spring break, you know that it's supposed to take place in like the eighteen hundreds thereabouts. A mm-hmm. um, couple crazy Predator teenagers coming down, you know, just to just to hang out, hunt some people. Um, there's a lot of props in Predator Two that suggested that the Predators nice. have been on Earth for like a really long time, but using that prop and going into like a Predator Three with that direct contact never happened. But it would have been a good way to start a predator three is if they explored what happened to the Yautja, which is the predators names. Now it's like in, it's like in Canon that that's what they're actually called. But if they had just taken that crew and that ship and told us what happened, or even told us a story directly about the gun that they gave them, which came from like, you know, the mm-hmm. 1700s or pirates or cowboys or something. Um, but instead we get a sling of like a bunch of different sequ- sequels, but to summarize for anybody who's not like initiated to predator, First one, 1987, you're in the jungle with Arnold Schwarzenegger and a a, uh, special ops team You know, going down there to take out the drug cartels or whatever, and they uh, run afoul of a Predator. It's a great movie. Um, It starts the series. It has Shane Black, who will write later then, write and direct one of the other ones. But Predator 2, 1990, concrete jungle this time, with Danny Glover and an amazing cast, actually, what, Bill Paxson is one of the detectives. I forget the name of
2: the uh, Maria the, like, Chico Alonso. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, two. Ruben there's Blades two. Uh, Gary Busey.
0: Yeah. yeah, Ruben Blades. He's awesome in that movie. All,
2: all it, such such a great team too. Like they, I, I think it, Predator Two is the underrated underrated sequel. I love that that's one.
0: For, oh, and Gary. Yeah, Gary Busey is like the head of the government task mm-hmm. force to deal so with the good. aliens. Um. Then you get the AVPs. You get the Alien vs. Predators in 2004 and 2007. The best one of those is one, the first one when they're on the they're in like the Antarctic and they're dealing with the predators um competing to see which is the best of the new predator. It's like some kind of initiation to predatorhood. They got to go there and do and take mm-hmm. out aliens at an Aztec pyramid or something. It's like a challenge. I think it had
2: great ideas but it just wasn't executed perfectly, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was PG-13, so what could you do?
0: And then yeah. then you get Robert Rodriguez producing uh Predators in 2010 with uh adrian brody all beefed up to play like a marine it has danny trejo i mean a bunch of people get dumped toper grace gets dumped on this planet it's got Lawrence Fishburne who's dumped on the planet like they take a bunch of people and drop them on an alien world it's the only one that's actually off world in some alien place where Mm. predators just go to train you know the young predators train and i don't know learn how to kill
2: right Um, i like that one
0: i thought it was good yeah um yeah, it's not bad, but people it, it didn't turn into anything. It like opened was supposed to open the door for a trilogy never happened, and then it gets quiet for several years. And then Shane Black, who was in the first one as just one of the throwaway characters who got killed. Well, they call him specs because he had glasses and he was reading comic books and he gets killed very
2: quickly. Yeah. And he um, made the and he made the great jokes. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he had some one-liners. Anyway, so Shane Black does uh what kiss kiss bang bang. And mm-hmm. oh what's that one I like with the detectives? And it's got uh The Nice um, Guys. Yeah, the nice guys. Nice so he's guys. he so so and he's done, Iron he's man, done some... Iron man
2: three. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: and Iron Man Three is like his big commercial thing, but he mostly does these little indie indie films that are interesting. Um anyway, well, he so created
1: the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: one. yeah, Lethal Weapon Writer. Um I forgot that he was le- I forgot that. Now you can pull your binge watcher card on me because I forgot he had uh the Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon shit. So I I see more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, he does the Predator in 2018, and they leaked the script. and I got my hands on it. I read it, and then I think I told you guys, it's breaking my heart. This is going to be fucking not great. And sure enough, it's not any better than the 2010 or the 2004 one. Um, But now I'm going to put it to the team. Oh, I should. Oh, what that one's about. Okay. So that one includes Predator killer technology. Like there's this anti Predator suit that a human can wear designed by a Predator hybrid because. One hybrid was angry that they were experimenting and mixing humans and dogs with all the predators or whatever, so, you know, he doesn't want it to happen, so he gives us a suit that can kill them. Whatever. That's the the politics of the Predator movies. Um, why would I bring up that word? Well, we don't know, because you weren't here before the show started. You have no idea. I'm just teasing my co-host with that word. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading something today that says, don't do insider jokes on a podcast because your audience will know what the hell you're talking about. You're right. And I'm not going to give you any backstory about it. You'll have to wait to the sequel to find out what I'm talking about.
2: So listen Um, to the next one.
0: But the politics of the movie are don't make hybrids. And like there's like a predator council trying to kill the hybrids and the hybrids trying to escape and decides for whatever reason, decides that he should help the humans and gives us this killer predator suit. They were going to tie in. Do you guys know they were supposed to tie in Ellen Ripley to the alien? She was supposed to wake up in the suit and kill the brother at the end of the movie. Didn't happen.
2: Uh, Didn't no. happen. So. No.
0: Um, thoughts on these Predator movies? Do we got favorites? Let's run it down. Let's go NAD. I realize if I put Nick, Adam, and Dave in the right order, it spells the word NAD. Like go NADs. But NAD.
2: <laughs> <laughs> NAD.
0: So, am I in junior high? Tonight I am. I'm feeling like an Monster eighth grader. Squad. Okay. Monster Squad, baby. All right, let's see. So, Nikki T... Sorry, I used your actual initial. Nikki Lakes. Hey,
2: it's Nick, whatever works. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, of, course, of course, I would go Predator yes. One, Predator Two, Predators. Then I would go Predator uh, Requiem, then Aliens vs. Predator. And then I would I was go was reading the whole
0: series.
2: Yeah. And then I would go Predator or the, the Predator, whatever the Shane Black one I think was the worst for me. I know. Okay. Is that it? <laughs> That's that's it for me. Yeah. I mean, right. I just went for this series, but yeah.
3: <laughs> OK, so I like Predator, the first one, but I'm going to go Predator 2 with Danny Glover in the city, that's baby. I, I think it to me because I saw it in a movie theater when I was a kid and I saw the other one edited for TV. So Predator 2, Predator, um, then the Robert Rodriguez Predators, I think it's called avp stuff next and everything else just in a very gray scale into nothing after that makes sense yeah
1: dave right. uh predator predator two uh the shane black the predator <laughs> three uh the second avp then the avp and then i have not seen predators so i'll have to reserve judgment on that but you can't go back. you're gonna like it predator yeah, I've heard good things. I just haven't made my way. Yeah, to the yet.
3: first one's good. I hmm. like Danny Glover though. <laughs> he
2: was good. Yeah, he seems like the more everyday guy hard on. He carried yeah. it. Yeah, he did.
0: Predator Two is still my favorite. Uh, Dave and I actually yeah. tried to do a commentary on this. There was this app that came out that was like the first watch party app called Rabbit. I don't even know if it's still around,
2: but their sound
0: is. their sound is really shit. So we recorded it, but we didn't keep it. It's. I don't think any. I think it's gone. But um, we should redo a Predator commentary. But anyway, Predator Two is my favorite. Um, and I convinced Dave to watch it with me, so that was fun. Uh, we're gonna go to a brief message. We're gonna tell you all the good stuff that's happening right now on the show. Here we go. And then we'll be back. You know, with our feature presentation in progress on the Killer Podcast tonight. Hey. Okay. So. <clears throat> What are the messages for this week, folks? Let's take a look here. Here at the Benji Watchers Podcast, we watch a lot of movies. We spend a lot of time talking about movies. Do you ever think about making movies? Well, of course we do. And here's a perfect chance to get off your own butts and make a movie. The Collaboration Filmmakers Challenge is a two-week film challenge. You make a short film from start to finish in two weeks. Check this out. There are three winning filmmakers that will get development deals with quality production companies, such as with production companies like Shout Factory, who has produced Mystery Science Theater 3000, and to others with Eddie Schenker, who produces Castlevania for Netflix in addition to movies like Dread and The Grey. Pretty wild, right? Or else you're going to get the chance to get paid to develop a project with recognizable production companies and take it to market. Aside from the deal, filmmakers are also going to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes and equipment as well. What makes the CFC different from other festivals is the challenge was invented to reward creativity, not just access to money or gear. All filmmakers need to do is get together with another participant. So this is a great thing to do. If you're an editor, camera operator, or actor, or just looking for work on movies, you can sign up. If you're a filmmaker and need talent and crew, this is, again, an excellent opportunity to meet and network. You can check out more on their website, collaborationchallenge.com, or you can click the link on our site and in the podcast notes at collaborationchallenge.com forward slash bingewatchers.html. For all you binge watchers, when you sign up, you can use the promo code binge underscore watchers. It's the name of our show, separated by an underscore binge underscore watchers for a discount on your entry fee. So come on, make that movie. And I'm back to the show already in progress with Nikki Lakes, Double A, and Dangerous Dave being oh so dangerous with his opinion on some movie. But we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) What is tonight's movie? (laughs) Tonight's movie is Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day 2, two for the price of one on our double feature tonight. We slam them together because they're really like one long time travel horror story. A girl named Tree, whose real name is Teresa, she keeps getting murdered, and she has to figure out how to stop it from happening without permanently getting herself or her friends killed And what is revered as the horror movie version of Groundhog Day. And it's based on the basis of a single day repeated until you complete the correct version of events and make yourself a better person in the progress as fate would have it to escape the time that you're stuck in. And then, you know, after Dave hits us with some trivia, we're going to tell you what our favorite kills are. But uh let's see what Dave dug up about Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you.
1: All right. So um the creation of the mask was actually done by uh, Tony Gardner, who actually created the Ghostface mask for Scream. So, you know. Oh, really? There's a connection wow. to Scream. Yeah. Didn't know that um so uh, i'm sure us binge watchers noticed this but for those who didn't um the scene where tree and carter are sitting across from each other with a cupcake in between them is uh from 16 candles this movie references a lot of other movies and that was one of them um while it's easy to compare this movie to groundhog day it's actually more closely resembles a movie a little known movie called 1201 uh which was also released in 1993 uh, just like in Happy Death Day, in that a woman played by Helen Slater gets killed repeatedly by a drive by with a ah goddamn it. <laughs> she gets killed repeatedly in a drive by shooting. And it's an admirer played by Jonathan Silverman who finds himself in a time loop after a lightning strike at twelve oh one and he repeated repeatedly tries to save her. So that kind of resembles that movie. I actually saw it years ago. <laughs> So the only thing um, they
0: have in common is somebody caught in a time loop trying to save somebody else's life. Other than that, they're not related. And I asked Dave the source on this one because I just <laughs> I call BS because like, well, came came from from other art- OK, yeah. I,
1: but IMDb directly or are somebody using IMDb? I'm it was in the trivia section, but <laughs> it does. It is fair to make that comparison because that is the plot of that movie. I mean, the. Again, it it resembles both. I mean, you can say it resembles Groundhog Day, but it resembles this as well.
0: Other sources say that the director has reported that he was influenced by Halloween, Groundhog Day, and Back to the Future for references. And
1: gosh...
2: <laughs> I don't think
1: they can take that away from him. Yeah, there's
0: a there is a plot for suppose, a supposed third movie, but Bloomhouse has not pushed us forward. They are obviously exploring the Halloween franchise, and I think and we talked last week about how they're on the yeah. So they're they're yeah. a little busy,
2: and I think they're uh, going elsewhere at this point.
0: Well, now, well, Bloomhouse used to be an indie horror, the place to go for indie horrors, but now they're yeah. kind of mainstream. No. So. They probably have a lot on their slate right now, and but the, the third one was going to be called "Happy Death Day" to us, which kind of implies to me that spoiler alert, maybe some of the characters in the movie are getting hitched, and the the wedding is what gets repeated. But now we have another movie that has uh, to deal with time travel. Is it called Palm Springs? What's that one that's on Hulu? That's a uh, comedy. Yeah, yeah
2: Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Yeah.
0: yeah, so we already have another time travel horror. Not well, not horror, it's but not a time horror, travel yeah. movie. But a wedding. I said it. A wedding is what I mean. So yeah. if, if the third plot was supposed to be set at their wedding or what, what have you of the of a couple of characters, who knows? But um so happy death day and happy death day to you. Let's uh let's get into it. Let's go to favorite kills. We're gonna follow the NAD procedure again to, to bring anatomy back up. Uh NAD, Nick to Adam to Dave. Let's look it up. Tell me your uh your favorite kills from Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you.
2: Uh my favorite kill is actually the montage and happy death day two to Paramore's hard times. I thought that was hilarious, and I loved when she oh, jumped so,
0: out of Huh? Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah, so like one part where she jumps out of the airplane in the bikini, when she jumps out of the airplane
2: and then it's right in front of the people in the bikini. I thought that no was parachute. no parachute, yeah, no purpose. parachute. Yeah. I, I thought that was hilarious. That was my favorite one for sure. So,
0: with that, the Montage is talking about that part of the movie is to try to solve a math equation. So she dies Mm. repeatedly on her own accord, not getting killed by the killer. This time she's doing it to unlock the equation that will control a a time travel device. Because the second part of the story explains why all this crazy shit is happening to her. So uh, in a very interesting way. Um, Which is kind of cool because you'd like a Mm. reason for all this shit to be repeating. You'd like the time loop to be explained somehow. At least in my opinion, it's good to at least... I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. It can remain a mystery. No, I, I, or like, to be told.
2: I like the explanation. Yeah,
3: yeah. I watched it with somebody, and that was their complaint for the first film. So mm. I was like, well, let's keep So basically, mm.
1: basically, deciding to watch the second movie is if you want to have a mystery solved or let it be. Definitely, <laughs> <Basically>, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how Bur- Bill but Murray had there it.
2: Are,
0: yeah, well, there are there are well that was more mystical that was like magic yeah. right in groundhog right. day this no, one, is, sci- the, the this one is based on science well whatever hmm. instead of seeing your shadow you're t- trapped in a time loop dude <laughs> like, yeah. but uh but um gosh i don't even know where i was going when i was just thinking about these movies happy death day um I mean, the first one could stand on its own, but I, you know, but oh, I was gonna say, oh, the movie references their own references. It's self reflective. The guy at the end, it, some part in the first one, you know, he's talking about he references Groundhog Day as a situation you're stuck in. And in the second one, they reference Back to the Future is a situation you're stuck in. So
3: yeah, I love that they did that because it's, you know, keep it open. Yeah, Uh, of course, there's uh,
1: clues all over that guy's apartment or um, his dorm because there was a Back to the Future poster already there in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Um, uh,
3: they live as well. But uh, so I really (laughs) wanted to say that last week I chose a visceral one. So uh, that was a a visceral death. But this time I want to choose more of a cerebral one because I like it. I like the idea of it. And it's a broken bong to the chest. I just Damn. thought that was still so funny. <laughs> <Yes, laughs> yeah, I knew you
2: were going to take it. I knew you wanted to you know, take it. You know what? And wasn't Dave supposed to go next? So Adam was like, boom, I'm going to yeah, take this. Yeah, know. You sneaky dude. <laughs> you sneaky dude. That's all right. So, uh, <laughs> quick, give him some
3: time you so know, you can think of another.
0: You know, there's a horror movie company called Full Moon Pictures, and they have an entire series called Evil Bong. Yeah. Where the, where the bongs kill. It's pretty easy, but fun. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, how do they kill, John? Can you give me an example?
0: You want me to spoil mm-hmm. that movie for you? Yes, Johnny, spoiler! <laughs> Bring it!
3: Bring on the spoil. No, you don't have to. I mean, let's keep it a mystery. I like a good mystery.
1: Dave probably um, owns
0: evil bongs.
1: I do not. <laughs> oh, I've oh, never oh, seen oh, a bong kill in oh. a movie before. But John, I guess well, well, there's a whole series of movies about them. Yeah, I guess it's popular. Your turn, David well let's see uh so no longer can say getting ripped uh let's see uh actually so <laughs> as part of the, so i'm gonna kind of piggyback off of Nick's, but choose a different specific example part of that montage too um her running headfirst into the wood chipper kind of kills me that because, was that uh, was that it, was pretty
2: good yeah, yeah it reminds me of um
1: <laughs> uh, da, 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 tucker and dale versus evil For anybody's seen that um yeah yeah, yeah that was that's but, fun so you know like yeah i agree that whole montage is great but her jumping head first in there i don't know i just love that she doesn't care about traumatizing anybody because it's all going to set itself afterwards anyways i'm glad yeah. you brought that one up because i thought you could just some that's meme
3: worthy you do a little clip and then you can put anybody's face on her you want that
0: you know is currently in the news right <laughs> yeah she has a really good sense of humor and she definitely plays with people because she knows it's going to get reset so they took it to the next level like even Bill Murray wasn't that snarky in Groundhog Day but she's very snarky so uh, her
3: her character arc is like she she really does become a better person over the time like at for, yeah. at the beginning i just did not identify with the character no at all. in the
0: beginning she deserves to die and then she goes on a yeah. journey to become the final girl in a time travel movie, which is yeah. ridiculously such a good idea. <laughs> like, yeah. It works. Yeah. And
3: carried it too. And had the ability to be someone that was hated and also redeemable. Dude.
0: And then she has like a Sophie's choice in, in the second part of the story, you know, like, mm. uh, yeah. this will be the biggest spoiler of the night. Her mom's dead in the first movie. And then in the second movie, she has to say, she has to make a choice, save the mom or save the boyfriend she's and then the second one splits reality in in more than one piece so she has to decide which even which thread to follow really not just the fact that you're getting killed by somebody you don't know who the killer is keep getting killed till you figure out it's like not just that you have to reset reset the yeah, timeline like marvel is doing
3: <laughs> and then the gags are reliant on you being able to keep track of what of world she's in yeah 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 yeah. yeah. otherwise um, it, they wouldn't make sense if and, and you.
0: They, they shot a lot of new footage for the second one. They they had a bigger budget, clearly. I mean, it looked like they stuff was cleaner, faster, more, better, yeah. more, more locations. But they did. The only thing that I saw that was recycled, where she runs to the nurse's station at the counter. And I played the clips back in both movies to see for sure. So I think it's true. Like when she takes the axe out and she's trying to warn the yeah, nurse. I noticed like, that. Yeah, that might have been, like, one of the only times that they reused footage that they already shot. But what's interesting is, like, then they have the opportunity to use alternate takes, like butterfly effect, right? It's like, oh, stuff we wouldn't have included necessarily in the movie we can now use because we're trying to suggest it's a different attempt, right? So, um, everybody got their favorite kills in except for me, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we need to know.
0: So, I'm leading you there because it comes right after the part where she takes the axe out on the nurse's station. She... One of the only times that the the boyfriend dies, whose name is Carter, and her name is really Teresa, as we find out over a luncheon with the dad, but but everybody calls her Tree. Um, she's trying to figure out who is killing her, but then there's also a serial killer who happens to be at the hospital, right? So it's, it's, like, it's like there's a guy there named Toombs who may or may not be the killer. And he wakes up in the hospital and he actually breaks the neck of the boyfriend at one point in one of the re- not in one of the again, it's like Groundhog's Day. So this is might be like in the, the bell tower, yeah. the 25th time. Thanks for spoiling what I was going to tell everyone. But, <laughs> like, God. Yeah, so it's, so the it's name like the, on the
3: door. I don't know what you're like going to say.
0: Twenty fifth or twenty sixth? Well, I was leading up to my favorite kill, but you got there ahead of me. Anyway, no, yeah. So I, she, I don't even know what what she kill you're talking about. She has to commit suicide in the bell tower because <laughs> the guy broke her boyfriend's neck, and so she resets the day to save his life. So that's my favorite oh. death in the movie. Um, that's oh. that's in, I think that's in part one. But again, the stories start to blend together once you watch both movies. It's like one big story, like I said. Um, which brings There's us no to our magical. To
3: what. No way to spoil Johnny's spoiler. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: I didn't <laughs> reveal any of the killers.
3: Oh, killers? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What a, a spoil. On. What?
0: Spoiler? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go to our ratings. Uh, scream now, scream later, scream never. We've changed our binge now, binge later, binge never into scream now, later, or never for the sake of these horror movies that we're running. Uh... And we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to go Dan. We're going to go
1: Dave to Adam Whoa. to Nick. Mm, I like Dan. Oh. thought we would have done a DNA, mm. but that's all right. Mm, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Boom. Last place for me. I'm going to say Scream Now. Um, I saw the first one a few years ago at... Um, during thanksgiving at families and so it was on the background uh getting to sit and really absorb it and watch both of them uh, they are one movie they are one fun movie um uh, they play with genre a lot um i'm surprised the first one is straight up slasher with some mysticism the second one is straight up uh, sci-fi with some slasher in it um kind of love how the movies can switch genres and it feels seamless so i'd say watch it yeah watch it now if you haven't seen it nick or wait no now it's adam
2: I think it's Dan.
1: Yeah. It's Dan. Dan, yeah. yeah. So that's <laughs> uh, who's
0: who's Dan? Uh, Actually, <laughs> it sounds like Dave will really wanted to push the DNA lineup.
2: He's gonna do
3: it with or without you. Okay. Yeah. So uh what's the question? Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I would say scream now, but it's dependent on you liking PG thirteen horror movies. And I'm starting to see a lot of similarities here. Color you know, types of scenes. And I know it's related to what we've been watching recently. So, but yeah, I mean, watch it now. It's fun. You can watch it with pretty much anybody. I think lots of fun moments. Second movie, it gets better over time too. You get to the second movie, it's better. What do you think, Nick?
2: I think it's a movie you do like. Like you said, I I do think you need to watch both together. But I wouldn't be like you now. You got to watch this now. I'm going to say a scream later. But i'm not not recommending it it's just it's in that middle ground that's why i would give it that you said oh, scream right. never no i said scream later
3: oh okay yeah like how how later like a week from now
2: uh, maybe like maybe like 2 days or 3 days later. oh okay, yeah. okay. Ah. put it off <laughs> i don't know when
0: it's available on one of the streaming services <laughs> yeah, you already can, have
2: when you can get it for free if you're already paying for netflix and it's on there all right cool awesome yeah i'll watch it yeah that's the type you got time to
3: we got time for me to mention a, uh, a little scene. I, I just thought it was really, really inventive when it's not a kill. So you can't talk about it like that, but she's nobody like it, it could from- have
0: influenced your rating. So if you're going to say hey, this has influenced my decision on the rating, then you can. No, talk about no, it. no, I just think it's cool. I, well, I
3: already said now. So, I mean, go watch it. You'll see it. But she dodges him and, and she opens a door and he goes into the door and he falls all the way down the stairwell. I thought I got such a big kick out of that. I don't know if you guys remember that little bit, but uh, super fun. <laughs> I want to try it. Is what I'm saying. I want to
2: try it. <laughs> I see. I see. Uh, I like it. John, Johnny, spoiler, Johnny, spoiler. What about Johnny you, Johnny boy? Are you ready to? This recommend?
0: is yeah. This is a scream now for me. I, I'm not like these people that get all hell bent on whether I have more or less blood. I think if you're creative, you can scare us without having to have an R rating. R rating is like a comedian that tells a joke with the fuck word in it. Like, if you can make us laugh without swearing, go ahead. It means you you got there. Uh, but I understand. Sometimes my jokes are falling flat, and then they go, hey, fuck, and then people laugh. I get it. It's the same with movies. <laughs> it's the same with, yeah. Thank you for the canned laughter to yeah, make you. the got point yeah home.
2: Yeah. But, you, you know what I'm saying, right? So, like, same, yeah, with, yeah.
0: same with slasher movies. They're so, like, <laughs> hey, this script kind of sucks, but we've shown breasts in the last scene. Now we need to show a lot of blood. People will be happy. We'll, we'll abate their... you know, they're craving or whatever. So it's the same kind of thing, like we've seen so many slasher movies, like the four of us, at least uh, being binge watchers and being horror movie fans for such a long time. You look for a movie that does something maybe a little bit differently, even if it hits on the same, the things that they all do, there's a killer with a mask. It's literally slashing people up. We don't know. Um, You look for a movie that does something a little bit different. And the fact that they're like, Hey, I love, I love these movies. Can we make a horror movie? time travel thing can it be a little bit like groundhog day but you got to figure out who's killing you to stop the loop and one device that we didn't talk about or explore was as the time loop continues her wounds start to catch up to her like it's not like she's just getting killed and there's no damage like there's collateral damage as time wears on so eventually i think she would not have been able to come back cuz it would have just and there's a reason why you have to watch part 2 obviously to understand why but um I think they're great. And I generally think that we just reviewed final girls, which currently if you get to it anytime soon, just got added to, I think um, Hulu. Is that what I shared with you guys? Hulu? Yeah,
2: Hulu. Oh, there, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So it just got added to Hulu. So if you haven't seen that, you guys can check that out. We were talking about that the other week. They, what they have in common. Yeah. is being like taking these ideas and seeing if they could turn them into slasher movies. Um, and then let's see if anybody watched anything else scary this week that outside of the discussion. So, any scary picks guys? Let's uh let's go.
1: Let's go DNA style. Let's, yeah. let's do Dave's order <laughs> and see how
2: we'll see how that goes. Give me that DNA.
1: Um I watched a few, but uh the one I'm going to suggest um is um I watched the John Carpenter version of Village of the Damned this week. Um mm. it was one of the few John Carpenter horror movies I hadn't seen. Um We'll talk about it probably in the future, but it came part of a package. uh, We'll talk about later, but um, gave me an excuse to watch it. Uh, It's still, you know, what? Here's the thing: I love John Carpenter. Even his mediocre movies are still a lot better than somebody's, some people's okay movies. Um, So you know, even a mediocre John Carpenter movie is worth watching. And there's that is,
2: I mean, that
1: is the one with Christopher Reeve, right? That is the one with Christopher Reeve. Yeah, it was like right
2: before he got the accident. Yeah.
1: I think, so I think it was his last movie before he had I think his, so too. Um, his accident. Yeah.
0: That's how you sell um, it to me. It's just to be like, oh, dude, dude who played Superman's in it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not, it's not certainly not John Carpenter's best movie, but, I mean, if you're going to watch all of his movies anyways, I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> I'd yep, watch the new for that. Or The War. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd even watch the ward over Ghosts of Mars, but, but again, that just speaks to how John Carpenter can even elevate a mediocre script, because um, it's just okay. Doesn't have a lot of blood. Like that's the funny thing I always find about John Carpenter is we, he's one of the masters of horror, and yet he doesn't really have a lot of gore in his movies.
2: Even Halloween, is it a rated R a movie or PG thirteen? I forget.
1: It's rated R, but I mean, it could have been is it okay
2: thirteen? Yeah, gotcha. All right, that's all Although there is a great
1: sequence where all the. All the kids turned cops against each other, and that's all. It's worth watching it just for that. Mm. <laughs> just a mass massacre of cops against each other.
2: It's been like 25 uh, years since I've seen it, so I need to check it out again. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, weird. it's, a, it's a fun, like, afternoon watch.
2: Hmm. I don't know. Would you, would you watch, Nick? I went to the theaters this week, and I saw M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Old, and I actually liked it. I actually, I did it was too, good. right. I was <laughs> did you do okay? I was like, I, I was actually very impressed. I didn't know where it was going. And there's a lot of really great photography. And it's it was it was pretty original too. I didn't realize it was actually based on a novel or a graphic novel, but I actually really yeah. enjoyed old. I would I would highly recommend that. Yeah. That was my movie for the week. What about you, Adam?
3: Wow, I got um a Mario Bava movie that I mm. that I watched uh, called Kill Baby Kill, and uh, it's a you know this little girl's haunting this village of a uh, very creepy people, and um, mm. a lot of interesting things happen. How's that for a pitch, guys? Is that uh,
2: I'm I'm sold. Yes, <laughs> <Is that selling? laughs> creepy things happening.
3: Creepy little, happening. little girl.
2: Maybe a little girl. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Apparently the movie has uh, influenced a number of filmmakers, including David Lynch, but Mm. um, it had some interesting scenes in it. Very, I don't know. It it was all new and fresh in the sixties, but you know, now we've seen everything. It's kind of hard to go back, but you got to reset. Think about what they could do back then. Immerse yourself in the weird environment that they were, they were sculpting for you and then have a good time. Right. So, Johnny Spoiler.
2: How are you um, doing, buddy?
0: I'm re-watching Death Proof. I'm not done. I just started it. I didn't have a chance this week to finish it. But Death Proof is uh, one of the two films that was associated with uh, Grindhouse. Robert Rodriguez and Portantino did this double feature thing at the movies where they made these two short films that add up to a film. And in between, they had like fake movie trailers.
3: I love those and, trailers. Uh,
0: yeah, it was cool, and one of the one of the ones turned into a movie. They, I mean, they later went on to produce Machete, which was one of the trailers. Yeah. Um, oh, nice! And the the teach, other movie that's real, do, I think, yeah. is the She Wolf's movie. I think might be real with the werewolves and the um, Nazis. I think there's a movie like that out there. Or they spoofed another movie that's kind of like that, something like that. I don't they, know. What they
1: were that. spoofing the spoof movie. of yeah, because uh, yeah, there's the SS women of uh, or Ilsa. It was was like basically Rob Zombie making a a werewolf movie out of these old Ilsa Nazi movies or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Um,
0: But, but death proof is uh, a guy named stuntman. Mike played by Kurt Russell, who actually takes his stunt car and kills people with it and picks them up at a local bar. So you're following like the group of girls that he's going to take out on this particular evening. And it's kind of nuts because then he has to rebuild his car every time. And obviously he gets, Injured as well, but he's kind of a total maniac in that movie. And the suggesting that the character he plays in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the same dude, however, the fan I thought it was his kind brother
2: of, or something.
0: Well, the fan theory falls apart at one point because that character is owned by another film company. So even if Tarantino uh, wanted it to be like that, he couldn't officially do it. So the character is very similar. It's a stunt man at the same time in Hollywood, and uh, you know it's just something that people want to be true. Like actually. Um, horror fans online want Freaky and Happy Death Day to be merged into a Freaky Death Day. And work. Freaky, of course, is a movie that came after mm-hmm. the Happy Death Days from the same group of filmmakers, and it's another play on like Freaky Friday, which was a body swapping comedy that they remade a couple of times. And this remake is obviously well, what if this teenage girl switched a body with a serial killer? How how would that play out? And then somehow they convince <laughs> Vince Vaughn to play the serial killer. So <laughs> And that came out uh, last year, and I think I mean Dave were really excited, and I think we told you guys about it right away when he we we had seen it, and we did like a mini review, but we haven't done like a full swing at it. So we're gonna finish up our run with that movie. Actually, that's what we're gonna do next week. If if we're fucking if we're fucking here next week, who the hell knows? I never know from week to week what the hell. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> tidal wave in the ocean. That's what this show uh, rolls on these days. But we'll see. If we're back with another show, then that's what it will be. Um yeah, Freaky. What do you think of what do you think of Freaky the
3: thirteenth?
0: Well, that's the they, phenomenon they in the movie. Of, uh, it happens on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've the seen 15, the movie yet, you know? Adam.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> freaky.
0: Yeah, I think Adam has seen things and he's taking he's just like he just wants to be cool, like, hey, hey guys. Listen. What's I'm not trying to be cool. Is. Oh, you
3: that's didn't the last know thing in my mind.
0: You didn't know about the Friday thirteenth element of Freaky?
3: No, not at all. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean There's it's like probably full, in there. Yeah. But uh, so no, I didn't, see, I, didn't, I didn't
0: see any. Wait, <laughs> right. wait, 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 wait. We made a blog article where we where we talked about the Friday the 13th element. And I'm pretty sure during the mini review, we had to have brought it up that it happened well, on I'm Friday sure, the 13th. I'm sure. But once you call the movie Freaky the
3: 13th, then you have to incorporate more elements from Friday the 13th.
0: Actually, you know what I would love? A remake of Saturday the 14th. I'd love to see that happen again.
2: I tried uh, watching that. And it was really hard for me. I remember I don't know. I wasn't feeling it.
3: <laughs> what elements are even in? Uh, make Freaky Tuesday on the
2: seventeenth. <laughs> yeah, give me Tuesday the seventeenth, please. <laughs> uh,
0: it happens on Friday the thirteenth. He's a Jason type killer. Saturday the fourteenth. It also references the Terminator, but in a different way. But you'll have to mm-hmm. watch it and see, I guess.
2: Uh, All right.
3: No. Uh okay so what's next
2: what I just told got... you <laughs> <Frinky>. <laughs>
0: You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Good night, folks.
2: Well, I love you guys. And Nick says right. <laughs> Stuff got real or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Blamed. Stuff got real, guys. Yeah. <laughs>